This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of More Than Friends with Ray and Ken's. I'm Ken's. I'm Ray. We're dating, and you wouldn't believe it, but I threw my back out having sex with Mackenzie. Cut. That's it. That's it. Episode over. <laughs> Hi, queer people. We're so glad that you're listening. Thank you for giving us your ears. We have a very fun episode today. We have all the usual stuff, and we will be talking about the entire second season of the L Word Gen Q as per your request. Yeah, because we did it on Patreon, but we got to give it to y'all, too. Uh-huh. We'll just do a quick version of what we thought of the entire season. Yes, so buckle on up. Also, wow, Kenz, I miss you. I'm so glad that we're here together. I missed you so much. I truly was giving you like puppy dog eyes earlier in the kitchen because I haven't seen you in a week. I can tell when you miss me because you look at me like I want to kiss you. Yeah. You look at me very romantically Mm -hmm. and it throws me off because I'm usually giving you sex daggers Mm -hmm. and I I look at you and I feel like I'm I'm the cool older Girl Scout Yeah, and you're like, I just... Like, don't even know where the bathroom is. Mm-hmm. And it's very cute. Yeah. And erotic to me. It is. And we just came off of a, I would say, the greatest day of our lives, which was we made oh on our softball team four double plays together. You're second base. I'm first base. We were crushing it. I'm taking them out at two. I'm turning it around back to one, firing it to Ken's, just catching them. Double plays left and right, which feels Better than anything I've ever felt in my life. True happiness, bliss, euphoria. Yeah. Like coming. I prefer Feels like coming. it. I prefer it over sex. 100%. There is nothing better than making a double play in, in front of a bunch of queer people on your lesbian softball team. Yeah. And we are the youngest on the team. We're the worst team in the league. Absolutely. So to do this in front of older gays and just be like, yeah, you know what? We did that. And honestly, my girlfriend's been playing catcher recently so she can get a better view of us making double plays. Love that. So I go home and I say, guess what? Who needs an ice bath? You do. Are you okay from squatting down in the catcher <laughs> position for so long? Are you okay, baby? Oh, my God. Baby, are baby, you okay? talk to me, baby. <laughs> yeah, so we had a good week. I love it. And also, we were just watching Sex, Love, and Goop. Yeah. Which is New on Netflix. We have been discussing that on our Patreon. If you want to check out that hot content. You took a quiz that was $17. We, you got to tune in to find out. <laughs> I just love a show when basically the point of the show is for like people with vaginas to l- really look at their vaginas. Yeah. And for people who don't have vaginas to be like, now what is a clit? Like yeah. I'm on board. It's basic. We know. But it works for me every time. I loved it. I also learned anatomy. There was a lot of anatomy that I personally didn't know. Have you ever looked your pussy in the eye? Yeah. Right now. Dude, if I had a hand mirror out. I looked over and your <laughs> pants were fully dropped and you're like, yeah, I I'm do it doing it. All the time while we record. This week's been buck wild. I also have been starting to coach some classes for a gym. Yeah. And I do feel there's something very special about Well, it's very strange being queer Mm -hmm. and doing floor demos because I 
in my mind's eye, only women can see me. Yeah. And also being in, coming out of a pandemic for the past 18 months, mm-hmm. the only people that have looked at me are queer people yeah. or my girlfriend who obviously is also queer. So I haven't been like seen. And when I'm on stage, we have our crowds, which are very queer. Yeah. And we're, I haven't been like, I feel like I have, I live my life as if the only people that can see me are queer people or right, women. Right. So now you're in a space where straights. I forget that straight people exist. Sorry. There I said it. So yeah. sue me. Yeah, it Am I the only, only queer person coming out of the world being like, I literally can't believe that straight people still exist. I thought that they were extinct. See, I go on walks and I see them. You see them. Yeah. And you can just, you, you can know, spot them. You can tell. You can tell on a walk. Yeah, a guy is straight. You can definitely... It's like a certain type of belt Mm -hmm. that a straight man will wear. Oh, see, there's a guy that runs in my neighborhood with a headband on and gym shorts. Hot. And no, (gasps) it's not. It's not working. And he laps me so many times. And you know. Oh, I know he's straight. I forget that there's straight people out there and I see them now at this gym. And also straight gym culture, fascinating and disgusting. I feel like you'd fit in there. Thank you so much for saying that because I'm just shaking my protein. It was meant as not a compliment. It was not a compliment. meant as an insult. And you know I took it as one. (laughs) And you know I always will. Yeah, there's something very um, strange about straight people. And here's the the point. And here I'll get to it. I do feel bad for every person that I come in contact with that now doesn't get to have sex with me. Yeah. I feel it in my bones because here's the thing, Ken's. Not only am I a very, very listening and communicative lover, Mm -hmm. but I'm also great for people who are new to the queer community because I do feel like a lot of people have gone through an awakening during the pandemic. They're coming out of the closet. They're saying, guess what? I want to fuck Rachel. Well, yeah. And they realized, and I don't know why they didn't realize before, but now they're like, wow, it turns out the thing that I didn't, I couldn't, I could always have. Now I can't have. Now I want that thing. And I feel bad for all the people that don't get to ride this ride. It always happens when you're in a relationship. It does. I'll tell you what, no one wanted to have sex with me before. <laughs> and now, still not a lot still of people. Lot. Still, still DMs dry. <laughs> DMs bone dry. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's really good to be back. I feel like the world is getting gayer. Can I say that? No, it absolutely is. And we're going to get into it in gay news. I can't wait because people are coming out. People are always coming out. And let's, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get into some <gasps> good, 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 gay news, news. I don't know if you saw this week, but Kristen Stewart announced that she is engaged. Oh, it's interesting because I don't see a ring on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> she so must have put it on my toe again <laughs> while I was asleep. <laughs> you are K-Stew. So K-Stew, so you know, you might know her from... I almost said Batman. <laughs> I'm like, what? What the fuck? I almost said Thunder. I don't know why Thunder. <laughs> what is it called? Stewart. You might recognize her from just sometimes being caught at that one gay bar in Silver Lake. Yeah. You know that I was at her 21st birthday party on accident. I also accidentally just keep running into her at Akbar, And I'm like, really? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. She's I think she's literally following us. You know, I've actually seen her on multiple occasions. Yeah. At the Whole Foods. If I may just take one moment. Yeah. I s- keep seeing a particular celebrity. You'll never guess who. I'm ex- But so also, excited. I now feel like 
this celebrity is being put into my life by the universe. I'm dreaming about this celebrity. And now I think I am becoming this celebrity. Okay, who is it? You're never going to... Do you want to take one guess? You think that you're becoming this celebrity? Yes. It's not Carrot Top? Mm Mm-mm. You have to tell me. Johnny Knoxville. Why? I keep running into Johnny motherfucking Knoxville. And I'll say this. Great energy. Really? Yes. Yeah, he seems like he has good energy. Yeah, he's fully grayed now. Okay. And I just feel like he's we're... He's a silver fox. He's a silver fox, and I think that we have a very similar energy, which is like chaotic boy energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Definitely. I, I do feel like if there was a Venn di- if there was a Venn diagram of women that were interested in me, yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion they would also be interested in Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I could see that. You're you're right. Your vibes are very Johnny. I think Knoxville. we're finger fam. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Johnny Knoxville and Rachel Scanlon are finger fam. You heard it here first. Okay. In gay news, Kristen Stewart did announce on Tuesday that she was engaged to Dylan Meyer. Oh, that hot young thing. Yeah. So uh, she revealed on the Howard Stern show. Why would our you favorite reveal show? It there? <laughs> uh, she said, "We're marrying. We're totally going to do it. I wanted to be proposed to, so I think I very." distinctively carved out what I wanted and she nailed it. It was really cute and she did very well. We're marrying. It's happening. Interesting. Great. Uh, She also added that she wants to keep the day very chill and doesn't want to wear traditional wedding dresses. Uh, I want to stay home. I want to be in L.A. so everyone can come. I want it to be pretty chill. I don't want anyone walking anyone down the aisles. We're just going to stand, do vows, and fucking party after. That sounds very Kristen Stewarty. Yeah. Yeah, we're just gonna like do vows and just like fucking party afterwards. I think they're adorable. I think they're a good looking couple. You know what? We were and we were just talking about this before the episode. Mm-hmm. We have not had sex before. You and I. <laughs> and not with other people either. We haven't had a like queer couple in a long time, I feel like. Am get, I get engaged. We haven't had like an iconic engagement. Gay- Gay, uh, lesbian wedding. Mm -hmm. And that's, I feel like the last big lesbian wedding was Ellen and Portia. I want a a power couple where both of them are famous. Right, yeah. You're saying like Dua Lipa, Demi Lovato. True, but Dylan is a a big screenwriter. I'm a big screenwriter, but I don't fucking brag about it and propose to Kristen Stewart willy-nilly. Yeah. I think that this is probably the biggest lesbian wedding we've seen in a long time. And I'm here for it. We got to get that invite. We're going to somehow get our gay asses to that wedding. We'll she already it. said it's going to be in L.A. You know who else is going to be in L.A.? Us. Us. At your wedding. Shoving our faces full of, full of popcorn shrimp and then throwing up later. I'll tell you what. If we don't get in the wedding, yeah, we absolutely will hear about it from we know people that will be there. Yo, we know a lot of people that will be there. Yeah. And it, we're going to give you guys all the dirty We deets. have to. God, Kristen Stewart, I'm pretty sure, is stalking me. Yeah. I'm, like, actually scared of her because every time I turn around, I think she's going to, like, be there, like a jump scare. Come on. In other gay news, actor Cal Penn uh, came out as gay this week. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, and he's been with his person for 11 years, right? Yeah. So he uh, starred in Harold and Kumar, How I Met Your Mother, House, revealed on October 31st, a.k.a. Halloween. All Hallows Eve. He is engaged to his partner, Josh, of 11 years. Um, he said that he never made any effort to hide his sexuality, but had previously chosen not to speak publicly as his partner and family tend to shy away from the limelight. Cute. Um, I love when people are like, when they come out and they're like, 
you're the one who said I was straight. Not me, buddy. Yeah. When asked about it, he said, I figured out my sexuality relatively late in life compared to many other people. I know there's no timeline on this kind of stuff, and I'm very happy that I did when I did. Josh and I have been together for 11 years, and like my parents, he doesn't love attention. He said, so it was a tricky dance that I know many couples do out of respect for their parents, or out of respect for their partner's privacy on how much of their lives to share and when. So he's also coming out with a new memoir called You Can't Be Serious. And it goes into detail about their first date and how their love blossomed over the past decade. Yeah. Adorable. Really cute. Also, I do hope that slowly, one by one, the rest of the cast of House does come out. Mm -hmm. Because we do have more to go. Wilde. Boom. Do you remember House's boss? No. I never watched the show. You're lying. I just saw trailers just for Olivia. You have to go back and just, like, put on season three. Mm -hmm. That's where they start exploring her bisexuality. Does she kiss a woman? Yes. They, like, fully undress each other. Oh, I'm into it. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's... I'll do some clips on YouTube. Okay, great. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to just watch some clips on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, I will. (laughs) Uh, In other gay news... I, Mackenzie Goodwin, watched one of JoJo Siwa's dances on Dancing with the Stars. And? Loved it. Thank you! This Thank you for doing this for me! Okay, because I feel like I've been living like an insane fucking world, being the only 30-year-old lesbian, being like, guess what? JoJo was kind of working. Yeah, it came out of fucking nowhere. nowhere. And I'm here for it. And if, it was fun, and she's good at she's, it. Well, she is a dancer. That is oh, the I thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, her first show was Dance Moms. Had no- we know her as a child. So she's a great dancer. I had no idea. I thought she was just like a personality. No, nope, she was on this reality show. Then she launched into YouTube like dumb and like pop stardom. Got it. And okay. all that stuff came after. But she is you like a so dancer. so much JoJo Siwa history. Well, JoJo Siwa is like, if you would have looked into a crystal ball like and 10 like years ago to me and was like, yeah, JoJo <laughs> Siwa is going to be like on MLB's TikTok and slow-mo turning you on and also like <laughs> representing the queer community i'd been like what is tiktok (laughs) but it's actually working for me and she's just like she's a really strong dancer and she's really got she's really captivating they're captivating they're fun to watch they're really intertwining their legs in ways that i can't were they doing a tango yeah they were doing a lot of stuff and a lot of ponytail action just watch it it's like they're whipping their ponytail around each each week they're kind of letting jojo in my opinion be more gay. I think be, this wasn't necessarily. Was she dancing the male part? I don't know what that means. LOL. But they were be. She was being more sexual than I would have expected. Yeah, they're letting her unfold more, which I'm is really fun it. to watch. I'm loving it. Okay, that has been it for good, 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 gay news, news. I'm so glad that you watched JoJo Siwa and you came out. As a judge on the right side of history. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I'm having fun watching her. Okay, I have an inquiry. It is actually a an old one that I found in these old docs from when it was called Ask a Dyke. And this are you ready? I'm so ready. I have a question that can only be answered by two dykes. Mm -hmm. As a retired dyke myself, I am a straight trans man now. Blah to the straight part, but yay for twenty one years of gay woman uh, twenty one years. As a gay woman, am I right? Love that. I consider myself a bit of a jokester, (laughs) and I am now finding my place in this funny world. I am, and by that I mean, 
I strictly mean I'm finding what grounds I'm allowed to make jokes on now that I play a different role in society as a cis-passing white man. Mm-hmm. Barf emoji. <laughs> in your opinion, assuming I'm with friends and family who know about my trans identity, are making lesbian jokes still acceptable for me anymore? Feel free to use my name. P.S. A drinking game should be drink every time Mackenzie says I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't ASL know I 23, trans manny, Nova Scotia, Canada, A. Okay. Okay, so we have a trans man, uh, uh, retired dyke. Uh, can I make a joke about being a lesbian, although I am no longer a lesbian? Yeah. I think also this person seems very silly and funny. Yeah. Also, it was like assuming I'm with friends and family and we might disagree here, but I'm like, absolutely. For me, uh, I I know trans men who mm. or even non-binary people who will oftentimes make the joke of back when I was a woman or yeah. back when I was a lesbian, which is every time I've heard it funny, super fucking funny and never anything that I personally have ever been a found offense to. Well, take a drink because I couldn't agree more. There she goes. (laughs) (laughs) Hysterical. Um, I couldn't agree more. I think that you can absolutely make that joke. I mean, you and I make jokes all the time, or I guess I do because I used to date men. And I think that just because that's not my identity anymore doesn't mean I didn't have that experience. Yeah, I think that's your history. And and I think also there's a situation, you know, there's a time and a place. And Mackenzie and I have also done shows on the road in other places where the lesbian community is more uptight. Yeah. And fuck them. I don't know. Like, we're also comedians. You know Um, what I mean? We're, We're also like, it is generational. And Mackenzie and I very much, I think, I can speak for both of us. Like the point of this podcast was to have a place where lesbians are allowed to be silly and where queer people aren't expected to hold themselves to this very strict, uh, serious tone where we can be right about, we we can be wrong and we can be goofy and we can just be ourselves. So if you're asking us, which you are, I think you're fully in a safe space with friends and family to make jokes about, you know, Anything you want. You're queer and like, God, you know. Well, it's also like, where is your heart in the joke? It's not, there's a difference between you making a joke about lesbians and Drake singing a song like, oh, you're a lesbian? Yeah, me too. Exactly. There's There's a difference in the two. You're going to know the tone of your humor. Yeah. You're going to know where your heart's at. Also, like, in the beginning of this question, you know, he says, yay for 21 years of being a gay woman. Yeah. I mean, you have 21 years of cultural experience of living exactly. as a gay woman. Obviously, you're not a gay woman. You're a man. But, like, I think pulling from that well of experience for the sake of comedy is, frankly, beautiful. Yeah. And your friends know that. And I think if you're looking for us to let you know that, like, if you were hanging out with us, we would fucking bust a gut and be definitely here for it. So read the room, but we fucking love you. Thanks for listening. We love our trans male listeners. We love a trans guy listener. If you have an inquiry for us, 
please feel free to email us. We also do accept voicemails mm -hmm. where we listen and we respond to you as well. So that's on Patreon. That's on Patreon. And you can send us all of your Queer of the Weeks and Bumble, Bumble fumbles. fumbles and everything. At morethanfriendspodcast at gmail.com. You do, do it I, every week. Do you, think, I, do you honestly think that people, I there's no way that there's one person that still thinks that's funny. They don't think it's funny. There's no way that anyone thinks it's and funny. They're definitely not emailing it to dot com. And you know, the thing about me, Mackenzie, is that I You'll refuse to horse. let that joke yeah. die. Yeah. All right. We have a Queer of the Week. Read it to me. Hi, Ray and Kens. I would deeply love to nominate my Boobaloo. Air oh, God. Don't make me say oh, Boobaloo. God, Why fuck the fuck you are queer people up? I'm kidding. It is very cute. But also, boo. I am a grown person. I am 30. And we are not in your relationship. Also, may I say... <laughs> what if it turned out that that was their legal name? <laughs> um, their <laughs> name is capital B. Bubble. <laughs> um, yeah, I really quickly, I have to share this. I This last project, pr production job that I worked, yeah. I accidentally left him my lunchbox there. Yeah. It's been months, Mackenzie. My supervising producer just texted me a picture. There was a love note within the lunchbox because my girlfriend packs my lunch because I'm nine years old. I am Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Sent a picture of the love Stop. note to me and said, I think you left your lunchbox So here. that's how they found out it was your lunchbox because there was a love letter inside from Nazara. Yeah. On a sticky note. Yes. <laughs> what did it say? It said, hey, Bubbaloo. <laughs> I'm mortified. Honestly, having a professional person in your professional life be like, hey, it looks like somebody calls you Bubba Booger Bubba. Booger <laughs> Booger Schnigger. You left your lunchbox. I'm like, I feel like a nine year old. I'm humiliated. You know what? You're lucky though, because I know Nazara writes dirty ones. You're lucky it was not a dirty one in there. I'm s literally was like, any other day he opened that lunchbox, it would have said, like, thanks for letting me hit it raw last <laughs> night, Detective McGushy. <laughs> Detective McGushy is way worse than Bubble Up yeah. or something. You know what? You're right. Okay. Back to your Queer of the Week. Hi, Rainkens. I would deeply love to nominate my boobaloo, Erica, for Queer of the Week. We've been together for almost two years because of some brilliant matchmaking by our mutual friend, Tess. And I want to marry this girl. Oh. She's a phenomenal video editor and is working on a documentary about queer representation in media. She moved with me cross-country to my new job without batting an eye. And she's the most fascinating cuddle butt I've ever known. Dude, cuddle butt. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I started having a panic attack because we have a black widow infant station. Thank you, no. Oh and she's taking care of every bit of it, fully freeing me from the stress. I finally found the person I imagined lying awake with at night, wondering if she'd ever find someone. She's mine and I'm hers. Thank you for your show. I'm queerer because of you. Hell yeah. That's honestly. Wait, that's our goal. That's my number one goal. A hundred percent. So happy Queer of the Week, Bubble Up. Erica, happy Queer of the Week <laughs> to you. Also, thank you for the work you're doing. And yeah, that's huge. Wow, there are pictures. Hold on. Listen, I love a good Erica. Okay, roller skates with. I know you love an Erica. And I love these pictures. Where do you guys live? Fucking. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Gorgeous. I love a snapback commitment in the dead of winter. <laughs> of choice i love okay wait they're outdoorsy they're so cute congrats to you guys happy queer of the week this week on more than friends with ray and kens we are gonna review the l word gen q season two. Oh yeah and 
And boy, let me tell you, we've got some notes. Well, there has been a it lot. It started, I'm gonna, not, not even kidding, I started the pilot episode, was thrilled beyond belief. Yeah. It was a roller coaster of, uh, I guess it's not a pilot, it was the season two, episode one. Yep. Hadn't seen season one, besides what, episode one or two that we watched. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one of the best episodes of TV I'd seen in a while. You're lying. I was like, this is thrilling. Oh, my God. We got a wedding and a breakup in the same. I mean, it was like a Ken's movie. Ken's was hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, you got me episode one. Yeah. You got me. And where you got me, yeah. we're talking mid to episode three. Okay. The introduction of Gigi as a, may I say, lead seductress. Yeah lead when she and bet got together i was fully turned that was the for me that was the most fun that i've had since like marley matlin and like carmen eras Mm -hmm. yeah like when it finally was sexy again i'm sorry yeah it was it it finally got sexy because we have two tops trying to out top each other which as we all know Impossible. One of my favorite things. First Bet, off, I'm obsessed with Bet. Yeah. And I am obsessed with Gigi with her, like all of her suits and they're like flipping each other the around. Hair. The, the hair. The hair in that scene alone Ugh. could win an Emmy. Brought to you by Tresemme. Yeah, for real. Really good. And, you know, we started really strong, even though, you know, we're like getting kind of convoluted. There's a ton of storylines. But Bet and Gigi got to really shine. Mm-hmm. And then in the back half of the series, specifically the finale, it got so depressing and really it had to watch. What the fuck is her name? Franny? Faye? Finley. There, I knew I was, I knew it was somewhere close. Um, watching Finley like really spiral into the throes of alcohol addiction mm-hmm. uh, is just really not fun to watch. Yeah. And we pulled away fully from the sexiness. We had Bet and Gigi break up. We had Bet maybe back in love with Tina, who as a longtime L word viewer is just like so boring. I'm like, I don't need it. And then Rosie O'Donnell kind of like having her downfall is re- really tragic because we've been such a fan of Rosie in the show. There were so many aspects where they started off so strong mm-hmm. and they made almost, to me, every wrong decision in the storyline. Yeah. Like with the Tina and Rosie, I was so into them as a couple. Me they too. finally were somebody who was like strong, not problematic, yep. fun, yep. good for the children. Great parents. Exactly. Yeah. So to see her give in completely to this um, insecurity and sad. It, and it was sad to watch just somebody who is so strong and funny in real life yeah. to play this character that's so deeply insecure and just like can't get her shit together in front sad. of one person, Bet Porter. Like, who gives a fuck? Right. That made well, me I do. so upset. No, I, I think she's great, but like... But she's not right for Tina right now. Exactly. Tina needs the stability, but like, I think they made everyone break up and for all of the wrong reasons. That, yeah. Which was just hard to, and you know... The Polly story at the beginning. That, that they completely dropped off and stopped yeah. caring about. I think that that was one of the biggest problems that we saw is you had the test story... Um, the, there was a lot of like B and C characters that they gave a lot of light to in the beginning of the series and then just dropped the storyline. Right. And then Alice like fucking her ex again. For what reason? And then immediately, I think in the same episode, her now Tom being like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll meet you at the hotel. It's like, are we, what are we doing here? And I think this is the biggest, you know, review we had of the entire second season, which seems to be the problem with this reboot of the L word. 
where they think that they need to speak for every single member and option and storyline of the queer community. And they're biting off so much more than they can chew. And it doesn't feel authentic. And it feels like it's overwhelming to watch. Yeah. When some of the best things that the L word can do is take somebody, a story, a character, an experience, and really like let it breathe and expand on it. And just like having us do less lets them actually do a lot more. You don't have to have all these character arcs in each episode. Well, they also just keep forgetting about things and people. And it's like, just let us watch Gigi and Bet fuck. Yeah. I think that that was a big problem is that they gave up on a lot of storylines and moved away from them so quickly. Like Gigi was with so many people this season and uh, it could have just been bet the whole time or uh, Danny the whole time. Yeah. Or watch a relationship flourish more. They even just like would sometimes have like exes who, if they were to actually fuck again, would be a much bigger moment than it was. And they would have it just happen. We'd see the sex scene and then it would be like, eh, never mind. Like, it was very kind of like just all over the place and it got, you know, really obviously with Angie's dad passing, like there was just a lot that they were trying to cover so much yeah. ground and each one of these moments and stories and experiences require a lot more than it was given. Well, like the morning show we were talking about, we have a new bisexual storyline in that in that show. Yeah. And they are bringing up more topics and more questions in a better way than we have seen in the entire series or season of The L Word. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right because when you're focusing, you're pulling back mm-hmm. and you're really like able to let an, an experience breathe and you're writing it well, we're now actually, instead of saying we're representing an entire community community and you're saying i want to look at one story right. now we're actually getting into like nuances mm-hmm. of of actually queer experiences that are experienced by all of right. us right because you don't have to zoom so far out that you're actually not saying anything anymore that's the thing now you're not saying anything they're trying to say so much that they have not said one thing that hits home yeah it's very very strange because they don't they have so much at their fingertips that they and so many care i think that's the problem too many fucking characters <laughs> yeah and I don't need to know every story. That's why you have five, six seasons. Yeah. We get to delve into all these different aspects later on. You don't need to bite off more than you can chew. Uh, yeah. I thought, especially when you had Finley, like, pissing in the hallway. It was so sad. It got really, really dark. And, like, I know it's a drama. I have watched The L Word my enti- most of my life. But the tone is not there anymore. The, the tone well, shifted. Just, it also, like, yeah, this, there's so much. It's a lot darker because like there's a drama for drama's sake you know who's fucking who and like Mm -hmm. backstabbing and everyone's kind of getting messy and i love all that i love a drama but it got more dark which made it more sad so even when we're seeing sex scenes we're kind of bummed yes and it used to be drama in the way that when you're watching like a soap Mm -hmm. that you're like ooh, it feels like that though it feels soapy like when danny and uh, Gigi are at the family dinner and you think finally these two are going to get together, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to date and it's going to be really cute. And then she gets fucking arrested for that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why do you need to end the series with or the season with her getting arrested? And I know that that's like, Oh, you have to have a cliffhanger whatever. Everything was, a cl- it's not, not every story has to be a cliffhanger. Yeah. And that frustrated me. We could have used a little bit more 
you know, things being tied up a little nicer. And, well, you know, there were, there were things that were done really well. There's some really good acting performances. I obviously am obsessed with Bet, and I'm so glad that there is a reboot. Like, this really feeds my soul. Like, this younger, queer, like, I, when I was, you know, like, in the closet renting season two of The L Word on DVD from Blockbuster, like, I mm-hmm. feel very, like... How I can see how far I've grown from the f- when I first started watching the L word, and I'm so glad that it exists. I do think they bit off more than they can true chew, but I am also very turned on by a lot of things that happen in the show. I, I have to say, we have notes. Obviously, we do think those things. I still loved this oh, show. Oh, we'll continue to watch. We'll continue to watch. I thought it was very fun. Every Friday, I was excited to watch it yes even though i do think that they didn't say as much as i wanted to i think they should have focused in on alice's bisexuality and Mm -hmm. really like get into the nitty-gritty of it totally there was a lot that they could have said with like bet and there's a huge opportunity how many times have we gotten people reaching out to us from this podcast yeah that are newly dating cis men yeah or even just people who are in the in-betweens of where we you know allow for this gender identity within our queer community mm-hmm. that alice could like really get into some like she's a experiences that are like spinoff of yeah, her character like, alone and everyone loves alice yeah. like let's fucking go i would love i would specifically watch a show that's just alice yeah i think Same. that her character really blossomed this season especially when she was like I am falling in love with a man. Yeah. And I don't know what that means for my bisexuality. And I have to come out now again as a bisexual because let everyone have assumes it. that you're gay. And yeah, letting her be this like lesbian icon. And what does that mean to be now in love with Tom? Like right. it's all very fascinating. But we never got to re- no. we never got to watch that and live it. Like she mm-hmm. had a couple scenes where she was like, I don't know what to do. I have to come out again. But we never got to really like sit with it. Yeah. And I wanted to see that. And I think that even though that didn't happen, that being said, I really loved this show and I really did like the season, yeah. even though it had some problems. I think we just need more of it. We yeah. need the episodes to be longer. We need more episodes. We need it Ten more Ten episodes time. is not enough. No, we need to let it breathe more. Do you think that that's why they crammed it all in? They had all of these arcs, all of these storylines, and it was meant for a longer season? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But we could have used like. more. Yeah, it seems like they were rushed. Yeah. And if there's one thing that lesbians don't like to do, it's rush. It's rush, baby. Maybe that's what it is. And the Q stands for quick. Qu- L word generation quick. Quickie. Buckle up. We're going fast. But how I'm glad many, the show's here. How many gloves would you give it? I would give it three gloves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three gloves way up. I'm going to give it four. Nice. Just because the sex scenes were very hot. Like Gigi and Bet. Bet and Pippa. Oh, Bet and Pippa. Yeah, if you're looking for a good sex scene. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, most of the sex scenes were fire. Mm-hmm. There were some that I was like, I could have done without. Right. There were some storylines I could have done without. But mm-hmm. overall, I thought this was a fun, light, easy show, except at the end. And I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah. I'm here for it. Let us know what you think. DM us. Tweet at us. Kiss us. Send us a, you know, snail mail. A telegraph. We're here. We're always here. We're always queer. Um, if you've been listening this far, we're both straight. We're <laughs> Wait, if you made it this far, we have a secret to tell you. <laughs> here's the here's the real real. <laughs> Neither of us have ever had sex or watched the L word. We're just going based off tweets that we've read about. We we look up on Twitter 
First time having sex. <laughs> what lesbians think of the L word. And then we just say We it. just read it. We just read it off. So if you didn't like it, it's not our fault. We didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, wow. Go do something gay today. I'm Ray. I'm Ken's.